Marlon Hargis of Exile joins me, Seaver, on the Drive Rockstar Interviews. Uh, Marlon, welcome. Thanks, Steve. It's good to be there. Always good to uh, to talk to you. Yeah, in uh, in Chicago we are, and I know you guys have a history in Chicago, and I want to get to that. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, first of all, all I, right. j- I just want to say that uh, as a 16-year-old boy in 1978, and <laughs> your song, Kiss You All Over, blaring out of every radio in my world, I mean, I mean, I want to kiss you all over as a 16-year-old boy. That's like plastic explosives in my fruit of the freaking looms. And I, I, <laughs> I just want to, way to put it. <laughs> and I, I, I just want to say thank you so much. I mean, what an amazing song. That's just that's just so good. It's, it, it reminds me of being at the skating rink, and, and, and that song would come on, and I'd ask a pretty girl to skate, and we'd go around in circles and say absolutely nothing to each other. Yeah. But, man, what a great song. Tell me about that song and how it blew up your life well actually that's a good way to put it it did blow it up and you know the 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 interesting thing is it it was actually a relatively controversial song at the time uh you know now now you look back and say well that's kind of silly but uh there were a few stations that wouldn't play it not very many and and uh a few uh uh, religious organizations thought it was a little too risque you know (laughs) however that probably worked to our advantage yeah, it did. It absolutely did. I grew up in Salt Lake City, which is a pretty conservative place. But boy, oh yeah. boy, it it just went everywhere. What a great, great song! And uh, it's just huge to this very day. And it, it put the band Exile on the map. And uh, as would luck would have it, here we are on the 40th anniversary uh, year of that song, right. uh, and the 55th anniversary of Exile as a band. Now, uh, Marlon. Uh, Hargis uh, is with me here on the Drive's Rockstar interviews. Exile is celebrating a year, uh, 55 years as a band. Yeah, that, you know, that's hard to believe. I mean, and it, it's hard to think that it was 40 years ago that Kiss You All Over was out, and, and it's even harder to believe that we, you know, we've been around 55 years. I, you know, when the band started, it was just a bunch of high school kids. I don't think we even thought 55 months ahead. <laughs> you know, month and a just half. a bunch yeah. No, yeah, really. It was just a bunch of kids, you know, having getting together and having fun. And again, it's about the time the Beatles came out, maybe a little before that. And and you know, everybody wanted to play in a band. And uh, uh, as I say, we're 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 just very fortunate and blessed that we're still we're still out there. We'll probably have our big our busiest tour year in in years this year. And we're we're very fortunate to be able to still be be out doing it after all this time it is a great thing and i was checking out your itinerary uh, i see that you're going to be in wisconsin i see that you're going to be in indiana uh love to see you here in uh in chicago or illinois somewhere we have all these great summer festivals you'd be perfect on stage at one of those and we'd, we'd love to be as a matter of fact if there are any promoters listening <laughs> <laughs> who has who needs to book a band <laughs> get get in touch because we uh, we always we we don't play in in that area as much as we used to, but we always have a great time when we're up there. So we 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 always love coming to that area. Well, Marlin Exile does have a Chicago connection. I'm not sure you're with the you were with the band at that time, but uh, the local Wooden Nickel record label, I yeah. believe, uh, which is a Chicago label, yeah. old old one, and and uh, the original label of Sticks. Uh, right. our, our hometown uh, band, but uh, you, your first album, Exile's very first debut Exile album, was recorded on the Wooden Nickel label. So yeah, you, you do absolutely. have a little, you do have a little bit of a Chicago connection. 
We we do, and and that was just a couple of years before I joined the band. But but I was very aware of that, and and I was very aware of that label. And I know the guys always talked about recording it up in Chicago. Uh, I'm trying to think of the producer, uh, Bill. Um, it's gone. I've gone blank on who produced that, but he he was from Chicago, a well-known Chicago producer. Mm-hmm. I think I think it may have been the same guy who produced some of the early Sticks stuff. Uh, and I know the band did a lot of dates with Sticks in the early years, right? Uh, so, uh, so yeah. And then we, uh, we also played a great theater there. Is it, is it called the Acadia theater? The the Arcata? Arcata, close. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, That's, that's an old theater and still, uh, it's still, uh, books bands. Let's get you there. Yeah. You know, we were there three or four years ago, actually with BJ Thomas. And, uh, it was a, it's, it's a cool old venue. Yeah, it is. Uh, so yeah. So there's definitely Chicago. And of course, all the great music that came out of Chicago too. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Chicago Transit Authority is a huge influence on, Mm -hmm. on all of us, you know, going back to when it was called Chicago Transit Authority. So. Yeah, it's it's uh, Chicago is a great town, except in the winter. Nah. I, I just too much stay away from there. Wait, wait till summer. <laughs> oh, you namby pambies from the south, you just can't handle yeah. it up here. What the hell? Really? Um, okay, so uh, when when Exile made a shift toward country uh, in the early '80s, you caught a little flack uh, for injecting a rock attitude into your music. Now it seems like that's all you hear. Yeah, it was. Um... And, and the reason we switched is, is uh, even though you know Kiss Charlotte was a huge hit, we we toured on that for years. We were still having hits overseas, but we weren't having a lot of success, frankly, in in the pop field. But at the same time, a lot of our songs were becoming country hits, mm-hmm. uh, notably Alabama. Two of their biggest songs were actually exile songs. Take me down, and the closer you get. Uh, we had actually released both of those as singles from the same pop album. Uh, didn't do anything, um, frankly, because I think our label at the time had kind of lost interest in the band. Um, and uh, also, uh, Les, or one of our guitar player singers, had written a huge song for Janie Fricky, mm-hmm. uh, number one, called It Ain't Easy Being Easy. So uh, at, at the time, our management said, you know, you guys are ha- you guys are having hits in the country field, so maybe you should... Just you know, move over there, uh, and and actually at the time, country music was changing a lot too. It, it was becoming a lot more pop oriented. You know, like I mentioned, Alabama and the uh, Oak Ridge Boys and people like that. So uh, even though there was a little bit of resistance, there wasn't as much as we expected. Really, okay. it was a pretty pretty easy transition. And frankly, we didn't really change our sound much at all. It was just more a matter of marketing because we were, I always said we're more of an R&B band than anything else. You know, we're not really a hardcore rock and roll band or a hardcore country band. We're just kind of in the middle. Well, one of the things that uh, stands out to me as far as a pop powerhouse song is one that Exile did first and then Huey Lewis in the News covered, Heart and Soul. Everybody remembers that one from the early 80s. You know, I started to mention that that was uh, that was song was written for us, and it was written by the same guy who wrote "Kiss You All Over," our producer, uh, and uh, we recorded it. It was actually the title of of our last pop album. Uh, it was released to, uh, to, to 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 not much, uh, you know. It, it, it everyone. Uh, it was just barely released. Let me put it that way. <laughs> as, as someone said here, well, it escaped. It wasn't released. Uh, and 
just didn't give much record company support. Then about two years later, uh, actually, I was just listening to radio one day, and I, I thought, wait, that, that sounds like that sounds like us. No, wait, that's not us. That's not. But, well, so, uh, here's here's the perfect uh, pitch to to everybody listening to this uh, interview right now. Go back and discover older Exile music, not just "Kiss You All Over." Uh, you got some really, really good, solid songs in your uh, early catalog, and then of course your your country catalog, which I haven't really checked out much, but I'll bet mm-hmm. it's good too. Um, so let me ask you this, uh, Marlon Hargis, a keyboardist of Exile. Uh, what do you get uh, when fans greet you? What kind of questions do your fans ask you? Anything strange come to mind? <laughs> Not really. No. I, I, I'll, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, I was uh, actually at a, uh, at a phone company the other day, a cellular phone company, and I was having some work done on my phone. There was a lady sitting across the table from me, and, and so. Somehow, someone else mentioned that I was with the band Exile. Lady, lady looks over and she said, Exile, I thought you guys were dead. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, jeez. I, I well, you know, not really. Um, well, there uh, was... we, we, don't, we don't really get, you know, just the, just the usual, you know, stuff. Uh, people asking, you know, well, you, you played our prom in 1973. Do you remember me? And I'm going, well. Sure I, I do. Sure mm. I do, yeah, but. Just the usual stuff, yeah. I think. Uh, okay, well, so th- that reminds me of a, a question I wanted to ask you, uh, Exile. There was a, a, a period of time where Exile was, I don't know, dormant. It was about, what, 20 years? Was... Well, no, not not exactly. Uh, the, the band has actually been been in existence all along. It, it just went through a lot of member changes through the years. Uh, what you're referring to is the the five we, we refer to ourselves as kind of the original core members the five of us had not we reformed 10 years ago okay now at that point the five of us hadn't been on stage together for for i think we figured about 23 years now the band had been going all this time and and with various members still still around but those the five of us had like i left and jp left and then left Sonny and uh, Steve had actually been in continued all all along. So with with other members, mm-hmm. so we hadn't been together for over twenty years, the five of us. So we were, and, and we really got together just for one. It was supposed to be one gig. It was a, a charity event for a for a friend who had been in a really bad accident. So, and ten years later, we're still doing it. You know, it, but it, it it was just kind of happenstance. It, we didn't really plan it, but. So that's what you're referring to. We hadn't been on stage in over 20 years, but the funny thing was, it came when we were doing a rehearsal for that show. It came back just like we hadn't, we'd never left, you know. Yeah. And that's that's really why we we are still doing it. You got the magic going, uh, and uh, you got your chops going, and you're touring. And I would love to see you guys sometime close to Chicago, and and see you do "Kiss You All Over" and watch everybody's reaction to that song because I know it will spark every single person in that audience. This is one of those songs that is, uh, you know, it's just a part of your life. It's, it's a, it's an amazing uh, piece of work and uh, kudos to you for, uh, for doing it. Um, I want to finish up by asking you something completely stupid and off the wall. Um, Marlon, what do you have in your pockets right now? Actually, you know, I've been asked a lot of strange questions over the years. 
you know, in 55 years, that's got to be the strength. <laughs> and <laughs> well, believe it much. or not, believe it or not, at the moment, I have nothing in my pockets. I'm actually sitting on my, my the weather's actually pretty nice down here today. I'm sitting on my back deck. Uh, looking out at the birds and stuff. And I had taken, <laughs> normally I would have a wallet or a phone or something or keys, but uh, I had actually taken all those and sent them on the counter. So okay. I, I have absolutely nothing for a second, in my pocket. For a second there, I thought you were going to tell me you weren't wearing pants, but it's not that warm. And believe me, uh, uh, I, the neighbors wouldn't want to see that. Ah, yes, ah, yes, ah, yes. Marlon Hargis, what a pleasure it was to speak with you today on the Drives Rockstar interviews, and I hope you get to Chicago sometime soon. Uh, thanks, Steve. Hey, listen, put in a good word to all the buyers up there. We'd love to come. In. And hopefully, if we come up, we've got to come on your radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, on your station. Sure. I will be. I will be wearing pants. I guarantee Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Steve. Have a great summer. All right. See you, buddy.